We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back to No Other Pod. Um, ah, along with my sad friend Dan. Uh, Dan, not the victory pod we were hoping for this week, but tell me how uh, how you doing otherwise? What the hell, man? Bah humbug, you bitches! It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> doing fine, doing fine. We got some good weather here in town. Uh, not that I'm leaving the house to enjoy it in any uh, way, shape, or form. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Things are okay. Things are good. And we are back to not knowing when our next soccer game is. So here yeah. we are. Yeah, we got some rumors. And we'll talk about those rumors uh, as far rumors. as a potential MLS regular season. But uh, yeah, for now, Sporting KC has been eliminated from MLS's back tournament, which... Uh, Stupid tournament. Didn't no. want to win it anyways. It was so I'm, dumb. I'm not trying to say it's my fault, but they lost to Philadelphia Union, who I picked on this very podcast before the tournament started to win the tournament. So... You know, you're like low key apologizing slash bragging. <laughs> it's like a little bit of both. Like, you know, hey, I kind of know what I'm talking about occasionally, but also I'm sorry. Oh, man. I was full My on fault. ready. If we won this thing, I was going to be like, best tournament ever. And now I'm just like, it's stupid. It's stupid. We, I'm glad we're out, you know, fresh legs now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, and you know, you'll argue that, you know, the, uh, the, most important part of the MLS's back tournament was the group stage because those were the points that counted toward the regular right. season standings, assuming we get regular season as is rumored. So two know, out of three ain't bad. Boarding KC took six out of nine points. They're still in first place in the Western conference right now, as of this uh, recording. So uh, that's how you, you got to look at it. But anything else was just going to be a cherry on top. You know, five years from now, people are going to look back at the MLS's back tournament and they're going to be like, that was weird. Yeah. I don't know that people are going to be like, remember when, you know, Orlando city, where the MLS is back champions. Dude. And I hope they are because it, <laughs> it just shows when Dom Dwyer gets hurt, they go and win things. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, you know, Orlando city versus Minnesota in one uh, semifinal and then Philadelphia versus Portland in the other. And that's exactly what everybody thought it would be. What, what so. a great, what a great uh, opportunity for Adrian Heath to stick it to his old employer, you know, his, yeah. his ex-girlfriend, if you will, like, Hey, look at my hotter, sexier girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah. It's, you know, he was saying today that he, or maybe it was yesterday. It's one of these days when, you know, either today when we're recording or, or the day before that <laughs> he always, it's I blurs day. What, what is time anymore? 
That's my motto these days. Um, day. He was saying that he'll always have a soft spot in his heart for Orlando City, and that may be true, except, you know, I don't know. Why? I don't know why. Because so. there's too many hurricanes and he, his heart's too soggy, <laughs> so it's soft. So. Like a soggy heart. But we'll uh, – you know, we'll talk about the, the Sporting KC game and, and what went wrong and what that might mean for the team if there's a regular season. But we did first get some reviews. Oh, man. That I want to go ahead and read. So people followed uh, the lead of Brent, not Trent Green, and uh, <laughs> who messaged us on, on Facebook to confirm he is, in fact, not Trent yeah, Green. He's a real person. I was somewhat upset, but equally happy that, you know, <laughs> seems like a good dude. Yeah. I was like, okay, Trent's not following. That's fine. Well, he might be. We don't know. Trent Green could be Pulisic for Ballon d'Or. Oh, that, that might that's be That's right. But <laughs> Pulisic for Ballon d'Or, dude, just did the – well, we got to go in order here, right? Let's go in order. So yeah. it makes sense? Yeah. You want to you wanna take one of these? Because there's three of them. How about you do one, I'll do the middle, and you finish this off. Trifecta, dude. We Let's got three it. of them in one week's time all it took was for sporting kc to splash out of the damn tournament right and people are like i'm gonna review my favorite podcast because <laughs> <laughs> i got nothing else to do pretty uh, much dude connor tomac all right tomac 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 uh, probably tomac like a soccer beer on a wednesday morning is the title five stars Love listening to you guys each week. Was introduced to the podcast last year at the Sporting KC Fantasy Camp and have been listening ever since. By the way, I looked this guy up and I remember him. I remember him at the camp. You must have introduced him. I, I think we talked about it. He was like, you have a podcast? I was like, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> he said, I caused our group some extra trouble after throwing back a few extra beers at the game and catching a ride home with some friends, leading everyone in the group to believe I was lost. The podcast is a great way for me to get my Sporting KC fix in between games Keep up the great work, and I'm looking forward to catching up at a game in the future. Now, Connor had to low-key brag that he's a low-key alcoholic. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm like, okay, sweet story. Where are we going with this? Good. I dig it. But thanks for the five stars, Connor. That's we'll good shit, it. man. We'll Next time, get on the bus. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember looking for him. I rode the bus. I don't remember. Apparently, his teammates weren't as concerned about him as he thought they were. <laughs> i'm sure brennan was pissed uh, camp probably. director brennan yeah but uh so second review we got on uh last friday c robinson 1026 title love them says i love this podcast the guys are hilarious not only in this but also on twitter after every match i look forward to hearing their take i listen to the guys any chance i can during class, before joining the Rodrin for a game. I've even listened to it on a flight from Sardinia to Rome. If I could only listen to one podcast, it'd be this one. Keep it up, Jimmy and Dan. Holy shit. That's high praise. Is that Craig Robinson? That's good yep. stuff, man. Yep, that's Craig Robinson of Pineapple <laughs> Express fame. If he could only <laughs> listen to one podcast, it would be this one. <laughs> I was going to say I was gonna say Doug Judy, the Pontiac band. Doug, Doug but Judy. You went... <laughs> yeah that, hey, that's good stuff man uh I, I don't know where sardinia is but i assume it sounds italian uh oh god i should know that is it italian probably I, i've heard of it um Maybe pull up an atlas here this this is me uh that's what we call the business stalling uh business <laughs> it's in a, a italian island in the mediterranean sea oh shit our podcast was playing in fancy places man mm -hmm. that's good stuff international that's fancy uh 
Sardinia reminds me of like uh, Gardiniera. You know that that like relish that goes on like oh. hot dog, like pickles and and carrots and stuff. I don't think you're saying that right, but maybe I don't. Know, I don't are. think I'm either. But it goes on like Chicago hot dogs, Gardiniera. I'm trying to look that up now. Should I say it louder, Gardiniera? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, it's, it's Giardiniera. Maybe with the yeah, soft maybe. G. I don't know. That sounds but Italian. Let me tell you this: the Papa John's in Chicago, nowhere else in Chicago, you could get that as a topping on your pizza. Really? Nowhere else? Yeah, dude. Huh. It was like geographical. I was like, how cool is this? Freaking balling. Interesting. Uh, Papa John's is trash. Who's getting that kind of pizza in Chicago? Racist. Anyways, me trying to save money. <laughs> Racists <laughs> are getting Papa John. You, you watch your mouth. Shaquille O'Neal is part of it, all right? Yeah. Well, Papa John <laughs> He's the new some, Papa. Papa John's was a little problematic, so. Papa Shaq now. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> hey, last review of the week from Pulisic for Ballon d'Or. Okay. AKA Trent Green. <laughs> favorite <laughs> podcast. They said favorite podcast. Five stars. Like the review before this said, if I could only listen to one podcast, it'd be this one. Period. That was it. Period. But he put the period and caps and ended the review right there. That's and good spelled stuff. Spelled it out. Man, I am like, this makes my heart grow. I feel like the Grinch and my heart grows you know, two sides. <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. We got love, man. These, this is people, maybe they're finding it for the first time or maybe they've been around for a while and they're like, fine, I'll do it. So they shut up. Uh, keep asking me to do it. Week. It can bring a smile. Yeah. They keep asking me to do it and finally just uh, need to get them to shut up and we're going to do it and it'll all be good. <laughs> so, you know, but Hey, thank you guys. Awesome. We appreciate it. And, uh, <laughs> we appreciate it and uh yeah if you haven't left a five-star rating or review please do go ahead and leave it on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to no other pod so hey another thing real quick go to additimeoutfitters.com use coupon code no other pod they got a cool little wizard's wristband and stickers now and uh other things too man they just got a, a celtic a celtic fc yeah celtic? saw that celtic i think is it Celtic or is it Celtic? Uh, well, like yeah, it might Celtic. be Celtic. I don't know. I think it's probably Celtic. It looks awesome. I don't watch the Scottish Premier League, but I'm like, should I watch the Scottish Premier League? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, you know, Celtic, I think, is the only team that I'm aware of that actually does anything in the Scottish Premier League on a consistent basis. Rangers? Hey. Is Rangers one? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. They're There's usually two top teams in that, and then, like, call it a day. Yeah. You know? So... But hey, cool. you know, cool, man. Yeah, so let's talk about this sporting KC game. And by the way, we're I'm having some internet issues. So if we sound a little funky or a little bit robotic occasionally, we are sorry. It's not my fault. No. <laughs> it's, it's not, Dan. We're dealing with it. It's Google Fiber's fault. They're having an issue right now, it seems like. Uh, I don't know. It seems pretty good over here. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe all my neighbors are on Fiber, too, and they're all streaming God knows what. Summit, you assholes over in the Lee Summit. <laughs> but if it does, you know, we're doing this over Zoom, so little little peek behind the curtain. Uh, if it does sound a little choppy occasionally, we're sorry. Please bear with us. We'll we'll try to get it straightened out in the future. Um, but let's talk about this Sporting KC game as much as we may not want to. <laughs> um, the strange thing about this game is that if you look at the game statistically. There's no reason, really, Sporting KC shouldn't have won. Um, right. Of course, we outshot them again. 
we outshot them 16 to seven. We outshot them on target seven to three. Mm-hmm. If you look at the expected goals for the game, Sporting KC actually had a greater expected goals number 1.72 to 1.59. Um, and then, you know, uh, analysis evolved and uh, a couple other people, um, Jay Moorquakes, uh, Elliot McKinley, Tactics Platform, et cetera, have these pretty cool game flow charts they've created, game flow XPG. Um, Smith of Snow, one of our listeners pointed that out. I've seen them before. They're really cool, but Smith of Snow tagged us in a tweet along with a bunch of other people. And these are, these are pretty cool uh, game flow charts they're called where basically it sort of uh, adds up or, or shows on a timeline the expected goal count and sort of adds it up and shows where the goals were scored and whatnot. And if you look at this chart, it's a pretty even game between Sporting KC and Philly, statistically speaking. Now, take statistics out of it for a second. This is where sometimes occasionally, um, you know, the eye test does come into play. Statistically speaking, Sporting KC may have had chances, but as far as I'm concerned, watching that game, and it sounds like as far as Peter's concerned, that was one of the most uninspired flat performances I've seen Sporting KC put in in a long time. Yeah, that was bad, right? It just, uh, I remember we, uh, they scored two goals in 15 minutes. You know, that's just, that's not something that normally happens. But I mean, you, it's not like you wondered what happened because like they, they broke it down in the air. Like you saw exactly how it happened. We, we pushed too much forward. They got us on the counter and, and hit us with some pretty easy strikes. I mean, we, hand, we handed a couple of them to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, people, people sometimes jump on Peter for, for things he said, cause you know, after the game, he was like, you know, the other team wanted it more. We didn't want it. And like, that's kind of, that's sort of a cliche thing to say, but, but I also think that it's not always wrong. And in this case, I'm not saying that Sporting Casey didn't want to win. I think they did want to win, but something was not there mentally. They were not in the, in the right headspace to come out there with the intensity they needed to play the game. And, it, and he, he, when it goes out of his way, he was like, you know, defensively, it's not just the defense. It's, it's the entire team. Um, it, it wasn't like the defense wasn't doing what they needed to do. Nobody was doing what they needed to do out there. Um, yeah. And it's not like we had a raw, a rough draw. I mean, like we weren't the only team that had to play at eight in the morning or, or 10 at night. You know what I mean? It's not, uh, it's not, it's nothing different than all the other teams. So there's really no excuses other than to say that, you know, Philly had one more day of rest than we did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of the teams that have had a little bit more rest, have actually won their game. So I think there might be something to that, but sure. I don't, I don't think that this is necessarily a case of like, Oh my God, sport and Casey was so exhausted. And especially when you look at, there's actually a couple of uh, players who are rotated into the lineup. Like this is Tim already missed a game because of a red card. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, but let's be honest. They, they got that kid that, uh, that, that looks real damn good, man. Aronson. Is that his last oh, name? Oh yeah. 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 He's going to be a, a star. I think he's going to be somebody, man. Team. He's going to be like our, our Busio. You know what I mean? He's, he's their Busio, so to speak. But like when he fed that, that pass on the second goal, I believe it was just, that's professional stuff. And, yeah. and, and he always did like a, like, it's almost like you were jiggling the joystick, didn't know which way it was going to go. And I'm like, this dude is like a, a video game. Yeah. <laughs> it's going left or right. I don't know. Yeah, and and Peter, you know, I want to talk about the first couple of game or goals here, but um, you know, he was saying that you know the, these the first two goals, you know, we gave them up on on set pieces. They're basically counters, and and shame on us. And and he's right. Um, 
you know, was 24 minutes in um, Philadelphia. Just this one is sort of a defensive breakdown. Nobody's on the, the back uh, side of the cross across the face of goal. Um, you know, Jamiro Montero, who's a, a very good player for the Philadelphia Union. He scores that one in the 24th minute. Um, I think that was coming off of a set piece in Sporting KC. He was never, so fast. Yeah. Sporting KC never really got set back on defense. The second one was like a true counter on the break off of a set piece. Sporting KC had a corner kick, I believe it was. Um, Felipe, uh, or excuse me, Luis Martins uh, tried to sort of clear the ball backwards to somebody and, and mishit it. Um, and then Philadelphia just goes on the counter and it's like, there's nobody back there. It's, it's virtually a, a one-on-one. Tim gets chipped and there's nothing that can happen. Sergio Santos puts Philly up uh, 2-0 two minutes later. Very similar to the first goal though like both set piece situations. It's like, holy shit. And then uh, the third goal, this is one where uh, Zussi was just made to look absolutely silly by Brendan Aronson. Like you were saying, Um, he just, you know, completely overruns. And then Aronson hits this gorgeous through ball to Sergio Santos, who puts it past Emilia, uh, 39th minute. Wheels are totally off at this point for Sporting KC. Alan Polito did pull one back at the end of the first half and, and gave Sporting KC a, a little bit of life off of his header. It was a very good header, but at that point, uh, nothing doing really. That's pretty much it. Game over 3-1. So Just felt bad, man. When, when they get that second goal, when you go down 2 nothing, you're like, okay, I, I'm, it feels okay. Like we're, we're still in it, you know? What'd you say? Two nil is the most dangerous score in soccer. Like right. I think players will agree with you as well. I, I think I've heard Beasler say that before. Um, but then you get that third one and you go down three nil, you just kind of tune out. You're like, Oh my God, screw everything. Soccer sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and so I was like, I don't even know if I want to watch the second half. I was going to watch the second half. I was never going to turn it off, but I was kind of in the mindset of like, do I even really want to watch this? And then sure, I literally had that a, way. I literally had a thought. I was like, the only way we can even get back in this is if we somehow steal a goal at the end of this half. And then Polito yes. did it. And so you're like, okay, Polito steals not, a goal. Let's not take away from that. Like that was a great ball, a great header. And, yeah. and it was just overshadowed by a, a poor loss. You know what I mean? Cause that, that yeah. goal is amazing. That's a world-class goal of the week in most cases. It was a very good goal. It was a very good header, very good finish. Like that's, that's, that was a great play. He's going to be great this year, man. I mean, he's, we're going to be great. Well, and Polito almost pulled a second one back off of a, a free kick 49th minute. Yeah. He, uh, he fires this free kick that bends and it has Blake beat and it's just, just off the post. Bro. Two inches How to the right. How many times has goal. he rattled the post on free kicks this year? He's he good. always rattles the post. And I'm like, are you playing the game where you, the crossbar, <laughs> the crossbar challenge? Like, no, you don't do that now. <laughs> yeah. It's, but he's good uh, at it. He's really good at it. He, I mean, he's probably, Benny was, was usually pretty good at free kicks, but not quite like, not this. like, this. Not like Pol- this. Polito's the first one I've seen where like he steps up anywhere on the field and I'm like, this could go in. Yeah. Like it's going to get over the wall. It's going to aim for a corner and dude it. It, it sneaks into that corner if it doesn't hit that post. I mean, there's a little ball-sized hole that it's going to go past Andre Blake's hands. Mm-hmm. So, it's crazy. But ultimately, uh, Sporting KC do lose. Um, you know, they asked Peter, why did the team start so slow? And, and he, <laughs> you know, I don't know what they expect him to say. What a dick question. Right. 
I don't know what they they expect him to say, but you know, he says, you know, I have only one thing when that happens. It's my fault. I can easily take blame because if the team's not ready, it's my fault. The team wasn't ready and it's my fault. And very seldom in my time as a coach at this club, have I gone into a game with our team where they came out and they just weren't into the game and they didn't want to win, especially on a knockout round. Um, that doesn't sound like it's his fault at all. It just, <laughs> it just sounded like he did not take responsibility. It's my fault. It's my fault. But the players didn't want to play. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he goes to come out that way and play the way we did in the first half. It was embarrassing. That's on me. I'm not sure why that is. The good thing is that I have some time to figure that out and figuring that out is going to be at the expense of everyone else, meaning all of the players on the team, because I can't sit through 90 minutes of the kind of game we had today. So that's, yeah, I uh, don't think the fans want to, I don't think the players <laughs> want to, I mean, we all know what happened, but credit to Philly, man. Like, they aren't a bad team. It's not like we, it's not like we handed it to them. They, they out hustled us. They outplayed us. Alejandro Bedoya was very active. Um, and Andre Blake is a very good keeper. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're, they're a good team. And like I said, I thought they were going to win the tournament from the get go. I think people kind of dismiss them because Jim Curtin's been there for a while and they've had some ups and downs, but more sure. downs than ups and occasional mediocrity. And, but they've put together a nice little roster here. I think they've started to turn turn a, a corner and uh, get you know get it together. So they used to just be like you said, they're right in the middle of the road. But maybe it's time they start talking about Philly in a in a serious capacity. Yeah, they were they were always that that team in the Eastern Conference that you were like, okay, if there's six teams in the playoffs, they're probably that six seed, like maybe the seventh yeah. seed fighting for the six seed. Occasionally they'd sneak up to like fifth or fourth, but usually the bottom of the playoffs and they'd bounce in the first round. Exactly. But, you know, now they're, they're, they're up there with, uh, you know, the Toronto's in the, in the East, um, you know, Columbus is, is decent in the East as well. Uh, Orlando city's had a very good showing in, in this tournament. Uh, it's kind of weird. They're the hosts. So uh, maybe that has something to do with it, trying to show out in their home city. Maybe but, just already being acclimated to the, the humid conditions. You know, I, I always kind of mention that um, NYC is kind of a team where I'm like, who are you? Like they barely snuck into the knockout round and then, you know, got knocked out. So yeah, uh, th- that's another team that I'm like, are they good? Are they bad? I don't really know. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's strange. Cause NYC, I don't think they're as good as, you know, and, and I think that showed in that Portland game, Portland won three to one. I don't think NYC had as much business being, you know, as highly favored as they were by some people. NYCFC was actually the betting favorite in the game against Portland. And I saw that and I, um, I, I've never bet on a sports game except for one time when I was in Vegas and I put like 20 bucks on a game just cause. So but you don't like, have to bet a hundred dollars or you can bet whatever. No, you can bet whatever. So like, let's say that they're plus one, that. plus one fifty. So yeah, that means if you bet a hundred bucks, you win 150, but that also means like you bet 10 bucks, you'll win 15 type thing so it's oh, just okay. proportional so you bet 50 bucks you win 75 something like that yeah if it's a plus 150 type situation so well, i haven't gambled in years man it's one of those things like i don't have money i want to lose right i have a friend who he he does some of it and he'll put like 10 bucks here 10 bucks there yeah my concern is like if i start it i just don't want to get like too you don't want to get addicted yeah. yeah so freaking freaking heroin addict on on the slot <laughs> machines over here <laughs> Well, and I always say don't bet on MLS. There was one where, like, was it Philly? Somebody was a plus 900 um, 
underdog and i was like wow the hell is like i i that at that point it was such good odds where i was like it's almost worth just putting 10 bucks on it and if you lose the 10 bucks you lose 10 bucks but if you win you make 90 like yeah at that point that's interesting I, I always see the numbers on like ufc fights and stuff and i'm like ah dude but it just takes one punch yeah. to like knock someone out i don't want to lose money well that's like if you think back to when leicester city won the premier league sure they were five thousand to one uh, underdogs so and that's a bet you would have placed like 38 games ago right you'd have to that was at the start of the season so you'd have Jesus. to before the season started you have to be like i think leicester city's gonna win the premier league and they'd be like okay five thousand <laughs> be odds. like are you sure i can't right. i can't take your money don't be right. ridiculous so but then you put you know 10 bucks on leicester city and you make fifty thousand bucks i get or i don't know it's just you make crazy amounts of money and people did make make crazy amounts of money on that somebody made wow. hundreds of thousands of dollars but that's crazy. Why well, I'm not a betting man, and I I, I gotta play the lottery because I win shit, my friend. I win shit. I I bought a scratcher the other day, two dollar scratcher, just because I had two bucks cash in my wallet and I never have cash. And I was like, what else am I gonna do with this? So I bought yeah. a two dollar scratcher, and uh, I won two bucks back. So I, I broke you were even. Say, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I won a free ticket. <laughs> I mean, basically, because I could have could have just reinvested the two bucks back into the ticket, but I was <laughs> like, you know what? Calling it good. Just gonna break even with my two dollars. I used to buy the the two dollar crossword scratch offs. I'd have to work to lose my money, you know. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I don't bet, but I mean, you know, Minnesota, Orlando, Philly, and Portland. I would have to think either Philly or Portland are the betting favorites to win the tournament at this point. I don't know what the exact odds are. Um, I'm not going to count Minnesota out, man. Uh, you just you just don't know. Yeah. Okay. So here, um, I also thought San Jose would do a little better. Portland is the betting favorite right now. Uh, they're at plus 150. Philly's at plus 170. And then uh, Orlando is the betting favorite at plus 150. Minnesota's at plus 175. So all, both of these games are really close. There's not Pretty like close. a huge favorite, but um, there you go. That's that's what it means. And then I think uh, there's plus 260 and plus 250 options for it to go to penalty kicks, it looks like, because you can bet on that as well. Well, I would like to have the Western Conference teams in the finals. So let's say Portland, Minnesota in the finals. Make them make them wear each other out. You know what I mean? Make them go hard or maybe get an injury. I, I, I didn't say it. I don't, I don't want to see anybody blow out <laughs> ACLs for or injury, do I? <laughs> Just saying, if there are competition, I want them as tired as hell. You know what I mean? So let's, let's get them to the finals. Yeah, as, as much as, you know. I'm not intentionally rooting for the sadness of my brother who is a Timbers fan. I cannot sit here and say I'm rooting for the Portland Timbers because I don't like the Portland Timbers. Right. Um, but I but think there my theory is, holds up. There is logic to what you're saying about, you know, hmm. if there's going to be a regular season. You all heard that first here. Uh, they're trying. Jimmy never says that. <laughs> but I also, you know, if Philly went on to win this, I'd feel pretty good about myself because I said ahead yeah, of time right. that Philly would win. Oh my so. God. You sound like um, Andy Edwards over here. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of crazy that, like, you know, Portland, yeah, they've they've won a trophy in recent memory. But Philly, Orlando, and Minnesota, they're they're trying to get, you know, first trophies in, in MLS club history for, for they each could of those use three clubs. It. Yeah. So at I'm least it's not that kind Atlanta. of chaotic shit, you know. Yeah, at least it's not Atlanta. They didn't yeah. even get there, but no. I think Orlando winning it on their home turf would be a pretty cool story, knowing that kind they did it funny. without Dwyer. Yeah, Minnesota you know. winning it, like, you know, good for Ike, even though he's not there. Sure, yeah. 
Um, I don't know. So it'll be fun. Uh, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night, I believe. Yeah, tonight is the first game, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. And then tomorrow is uh, Orlando, Minnesota, uh, 7 p.m. Central. And then August 11th will be the final. Yeah, finals on Tuesday. So we won't won't talk again until like right when the final's being played. Yeah, and so maybe we'll uh, we'll figure out how we want to record that, so we can talk about what happened. But um, or we just stop caring about it all together because we, it's a yeah. dumb tournament. <laughs> whoever whoever wins it, you know, they get a CCL berth, and outside of that, it's if there's CCL, man. If there's what CCL? if there's even not? We don't know. So did you see? There were some wild, wild rules for uh, uh, the UEFA Champions League as far as like travel bans and whatnot happening because of God just you know as far i'm trying to look them up right now but if there are travel restrictions then there are certain things that that you know certain teams that can't be playing and so if if, you know if you advance god let me look this up Um, well so like if you're from a different country i mean you can't can they even have champions league i mean I, i don't understand so that that's the type of thing that it's talking about um is basically so okay if after the deadline to provide info for the draw uh, for the UEFA Champions League, a country places restrictions that make the game impossible, the game is forfeited. So, for example, Tottenham draw a home t- uh, draw at home to a team from Romania, then the UK bans travel from Romania. Tottenham would have to forfeit the game because their country banned the other team from coming in. So Tottenham would essentially be punished for the UK government saying, we're not going to let a team from Romania in. Um, Manchester United just squeezed into the champions league. I was excited. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's, you know, in the same scenario, if this is from Dale Johnson, ESPN, um, if the government of both the UK and Romania banned travel between the countries after the draw deadline, both are held, quote, responsible, and UEFA can disqualify both clubs from the Champions League and Europa League. Now it just sounds not fun. So, what, what are you supposed to do about it? Well, that's what sucks is like, you know, there's not a whole lot that these teams can do. Um, oh my God, that's like the equivalent of here in Kansas, like you're forbidden to go to work or whatever because of the pandemic, but so your work just fires you because you, you didn't come in. It's like, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> yeah. So, the, I mean, the other option is if, if COVID-19 restrictions of a visiting club's own national or local authority prevent the team from traveling, so in this case, Tottenham's supposed to play a team from Romania, but the Romanian government says, no, we're not letting people travel to England. It's too dangerous. Is the schedule already planned? Or are you no. just, throw, oh, you're just, just throwing shit this out This is there. just the, the sample that, that – I was like, how um, do you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, if COVID-19 restrictions of a visiting club's own national or local authority prevent them from traveling, the home club must propose a suitable venue which the away club is able to access. And if either club refuses, the other team will be awarded a 3-0 victory. So this basically, so there's going to be a shit ton of confusion. And like, what I could see, this is what what could, the craziness that I could see happening in, in UEFA Champions League. You know, Zenit St. Petersburg draws Manchester United in England. Okay. Manchester United going to be a huge favorite over Zenit St. Petersburg. But then the Russian government's like, no, 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 we're not letting 
travel to England right now. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're, we're way we a, too busy. We're, we're prepping for an election in the U.S. It's a whole thing. <laughs> that <laughs> England's just overrun with coronavirus. Like for the safety of our people, we're not letting people, we're going to institute a travel ban. Well, then it's up to Manchester United to say, well, now we have to find a suitable alternate venue outside of Old Trafford, outside of England that we can both agree to play to. And if we refuse, then we have to forfeit 3-0 and then St. Petersburg wins. Yeah, if you could just meet us over at this high school, we'll play a game, all right? Right. And of course, you know, international soccer and FIFA are notoriously by the book, strict rule followers, no shenanigans ever happen. So the chance of any sort of weird, you know, political corruption. Right. Yeah, FIFA's not corrupt. Soccer is, is very small. Right. It'll be great. Sarcasm. <laughs> so it's not like the, the current president of FIFA is currently under criminal investigation. But Dude, FIFA's nuts. <laughs> Just back so, to the whole Sepp Blatter incident. You know what I mean? It's just a right. whole ridiculous and mobster mentality. Then. So crazy. I just, this is going to lead to all sorts of crazy geopolitical decisions mm. that may or may not affect. Like if Vladimir Putin's favorite soccer team is, is in the Champions League, you know he's going to pull some shit and try to get them some sort of advantage. Surely not. <laughs> do, you like my, do you like my Russia voting joke? Election yeah. joke? I did. Yeah. That was very nice. Timely. Can I pull it up? Timely. Um, that's me revisiting it like hey did, did you laugh <laughs> did, did you guys laugh <laughs> anyway so i guess um to finish off the mls's back segment philly portland orlando minnesota are you picking one of those four teams to win it all uh dude i kind of want to say orlando just because it's like when you're hot you're hot and when you're confident you're confident like i think it might be orlando and philly in the final and maybe orlando gets it done you know, that'd be interesting. I, yeah. I would I would be happy just to see two different teams. I, I just, that's my thing is, you know, when, when my team goes out, I just don't want to see some of the same old, same old teams in there. So right. that's why I don't want Portland in there. But in like, in the, in the big, in the uh, basketball, March Madness, when, when KU goes out, like I, I always root for the big 12 teams. I mean, I don't know if you root for your, uh, your, your, I don't know what conference USC is in, Pac-10? Pac-12. Pac-12. I'm just making shit up. Pack 16. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, you root for the Big 12. That's just kind of how I grew up. And so in this case, I'm kind of like root for the Western Conference, I guess. I mean, see what happens. But like you said, you know, screw your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't, vote, can't root for Portland. Um, so let's talk about this proposed return to play. Yeah, you all hear about this? Everyone hear about this? the athletic is talking about um athletic basically got the scoop yeah and i'm trying to pull up the article right now because i got logged out so let me reopen up my athletic app and i'm killing oh, time right somebody's now. got an athletic subscription big bucks well no t-mobile gives it to you for a year for free t-mobile gives you a free athletic subscription Mm-hmm. that's the weirdest do they give you anything else like disney plus um mlb.tv and eh, trash netflix although I don't have the they right plan for Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. They probably no. give you a shitty plan though. Like you get regular DVDs instead of streaming. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, they, um, they give you various different things. They have this app called T-Mobile Tuesdays where, you know, they basically give you free things on Tuesdays, 10 cents off gas what? here and there per gallon and, and stuff like that. It's kind of crazy. AT&T um, does nothing. Yeah. And they're even partnered with HBO. They can't give me a free HBO. <laughs> That's true. Um, they should just give you something, but yeah, yeah. I don't. 
I don't know what. Uh, Whatever. We're all sharing streaming sites, anyways. You know, paying yeah. half with our friends and shit. Um, but basically, okay. MLS's tentative plans for uh, return to season. Um, according to multiple sources, the tentative plan would see the regular season resume on August 22nd, a little less Ooh, than two, two weeks. weeks after the MLS back is final is held on August 11th. Um, two weeks from this Friday, huh? Yeah, it says teams would play six games between August 22nd and September, and September 13th. And the league's three Canadian teams, the Montreal Impact, Toronto FC, and the Vancouver Whitecaps would remain in Canada and play only against each other during this phase of the regular season. Boring. That's, well, that's because yeah. Canada says, you can't come here, America. You right. don't have your shit together. <laughs> so we're not going to let you come infect us. Um, this is weird. Like, if this happens, and doesn't, doesn't the post say something about possible limited fans in attendance? Yeah, it says that um, fans might be allowed in the games depending on local and state health authorities, which just See. feels like a terrible idea. If that no, for no other reason, optics right now. Yeah, but how are you all feeling? Like, like I know we have listeners who will totally go out there. I, mm-hmm. I and more power to them. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be uh, Nazi Germany and tell you you can't go. Uh, you know, but I, I personally am kind of like, oh my god, I want to be there. But then I'm like, I shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Here's here's my thing. I totally get and want things to return to normal as, as fast as everybody else. And I know that like a lot of these things seem like overkill, like USL has been supposedly having some fans in the stadium without mass breakouts and whatnot. But then you see these articles about summer camps where, and schools where they were supposedly following all the guidelines by the local health authorities and come out there with 200 kids that get coronavirus. And so I just, you know, other countries that got this under control, New Zealand, Germany, whatever, they were able to really commit to strict measures for a period of time and it got it under control. In the US, it seems like every chance we get, we're trying to figure out how do we get around these restrictions so we can kind of do things normal, but kind of be safe. But, and like, that's where we end up in the situation where it's like, we're open, we're closed, we're open, we're closed, we're open, we're closed. And suddenly it's two years later and we've been doing this shit forever while other countries got it all figured out. My God, don't say that. That sounds. So, I just, I'm like, I mean, maybe it works, and I get the money argument, like, I'm from a business standpoint, I know why they'd want to do that, but I'm just like, from a moral standpoint, it's better to be safe than sorry. We're gonna be able to get this over with quicker, at least contained quicker. Positive positivity rates lower if we just commit to like, let's only do essential things. And I, I also know that I'm saying that from a very big place of privilege where I'm very fortunate to be able to have my job allow me to work from home. I am not a game day worker. I am not dependent on those funds. I know those are very serious considerations that need to be considered. I know there are club staff, league staff, uh, people that, that, you know, in my view, the government should be helping get by during the time that, and, and that whether right or wrong isn't an option right now. So I, I just want to say that I also, before I get yelled at, like, I know this is not a black and white situation. I know there's a lot of nuance here. I just, I would like there to be a way where we could all just kind of like take this seriously for a period of time. Like some of these other countries did who have at least got it to a reasonable level. So. Yeah. I don't, uh, 
Just, I don't know. I got nothing to really say on the matter. I feel like it uh, is probably not a smart thing to have fans if they do, but it's not like sporting can say, we're going to have fans. It's going to be like right. the mayor of Kansas, right? Or and in general, or the mayor. Governor? It could be the governor, uh, depending on, you know, she'll have to work with Kansas legislature because they have weird rules about what governor can and can't do now. Right. Um, but I mean, like the Kansas City weird. Star just published an article where area health authorities were basically saying like guys we got to take this seriously or we're gonna have to shut kansas city down again like the kansas city area really yeah they were like our positivity rate for the area is more than 10 percent, and for us to feel safe opening schools it has to be five percent or less like we're more than double that so it's just you know it's it's kansas city's listed as a hot spot right now the kansas city area by even by the white house who hasn't been taking this seriously so um that's pretty crazy. But just to round this out, um, there would be a phase two of the proposed MLS regular season plan beginning September 16th through November 8th, where teams would play 12 more games. Damn, that'd be a lot of games in that time. Um, that would bring each team's total to 23 regular season games, including the two from the pre-pandemic period and the three from the group stage of the MLS's mm-hmm. back tournament. Uh, and then they would have some sort of playoffs. Um, Nashville and FC Dallas would play each other in an additional three games to make up for their lack of participation in the group stage. And I have heard through a little birdie, although this is not in this article, that that could happen before the other teams even start there. So that could be as soon as the end of next week. If you hear that, guys? We got birds, man. <laughs> we, hear, we hear things. We got birds. So I don't know. This is why, like, none of this is official. None of this is is finalized it's official enough to put out there you know what i mean to to rumor it like that i mean the athletic usually isn't super wrong yeah so but then the other aspect of this is all professional i don't know if you saw this all professional sports players associations mls nfl nba nhl um, and mlb players associations all together came out publicly opposed to uh some of the uh, language in the proposed uh second round of coronavirus relief uh bill um that was i think it was specifically proposed by mitch mcconnell's what it was saying but it was basically saying that they were opposed to some of the liability protections for businesses and employers which basically as part of this bill it was saying businesses and employers would be protected from liability if their employees get sick. And I guess all the players associations were like, whoa, 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 we're not willing to sign away our right to sue the leagues if they get us sick because they were irresponsible. So makes sense, man. I, I watched last month's episode of Real Sports on HBO and they had like the leader of the sport, the big sports associations. We're talking hockey, baseball, uh, NBA and football. And the last question that the, that, uh, the guy asked him, that asked all four of them was how on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you in that your sport will finish a season? Mm-hmm. Um, the NBA person said hundred uh, percent, uh, like they felt real confident about it. And I think that's because MLS was already doing their thing and they're like, I mean, it's going to work. We'll be fine. Right. Uh, baseball was like flip a coin. They were like 50, uh, 50. We don't know. And, and it might not even might, be that high. <laughs> might shut down people. Uh, Hockey was pretty high too because they had the whole bubble thing going on. Um, and then uh, NFL was like uh, a one. They were like, I'm not real confident about that at all. Yeah. Pretty well, and, 
NFL supposedly over the last few days have come to more of an agreement with uh, the NFL Players Association. Baseball seems like it's getting worse every day. You know, the Marlins had their big infection. That's right. Um, Cardinals were big, Cardinals are getting a big, you know, more people test positive every day on the Cardinals, it seems like. So, I don't know. Baseball, that's a tough one. Um, Basketball and MLS seems like, obviously, MLS, knock on wood, it's it's not totally done. But You know what you do in baseball? You spit all the time. If it's sunflower seeds or tobacco or just spit in general, which is like, no, we can't do that right now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, and they're so according to the rules, they're not supposed to spit. They're not supposed to high five. They're not, they're supposed to wear masks in the dugout, but like none of that's happening or being enforced. Right. And that's part of the problem. Because what do you do? What do you kick them out of the game? Now, the Cardinals players reportedly were idiots and went to a casino. I read that. Yeah. So don't go to a casino in a pandemic. Wow. That would be my advice. But, this is rough, man. There's a lot of people with that aspect, <laughs> like, well, if I die, at least I die happy. And it's well, like, but that's the oh, other thing. No. Like, we are not doctors, so I'm not trying to pretend to be doctors. But, like, I keep seeing, like, there's scientific studies out of Germany that's, like, even if you're asymptomatic, like, 74% of the asymptomatic people they had in this one study still had heart damage. Like, we're still just learning. So, please be safe. Well, I'm sure we've lost a bunch of listeners by this point, but please be safe. Please wear a mask. This is where you get your health information. I don't know why you would stop listening. I mean, if you need to, put us on one and a half speed. You get through us a little faster. It's great. Dr. Coos. Um. (laughs) (laughs) The Dr. K was the uh, Kroger brand of Dr. Pepper. Dr. K. (laughs) Um, It's also the nickname of a Marlins pitcher, Dr. K. Uh, Oh, seriously? Um, Wow. Yeah. The K is like a strikeout. So like if you keep getting strikeouts, you're like Dr. K. What even is Dr. Pepper? Is it a cola? It's just 20, kind of its own thing. 23 flavors and spices. Which is disgusting, right? <laughs> like, what it's, are all the flavors? Is it like balsamic vinegar and cloves? And what do they got in there? Licorice is probably one of those flavors. Licorice? Yeah. Yuck. Maybe a little bit of cinnamon. Although I used to I suck those things down, man. I'm talking about black licorice, not red licorice. Well, right, whatever. All licorice is fine. Uh, see, I don't like black licorice get the hell out with black licorice i can't do candy in general because i will i'll pass out (laughs) Uh, diabetic over here (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i don't know it's it's wild man i don't think i'd feel safe going to um a, a game at least as a fan what i've gone back and forth with and i don't know i'd have to see the plan it's like okay let's say sporting kc is hosting games there's no fans allowed but they are allowing media I have a media credential. Will I feel safe going as a media member knowing there will be no fans or anybody else in attendance? And that probably depends on what's their setup for the Like, am I going to be able to just like sit in a section in the stadium by myself and not be near anybody? Because if that's the case, I probably will do that. In which case I should get a media pass too, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Now, if I have to sit in the press box with everybody and we're all up in the press box together, that's where I'm like, I don't know about this. I don't want to be contained. Yeah, if you were to put me out like in a, in my own section or something, like that'd be cool. And I just, I just text you from afar and just yell at you. You know, <laughs> we just hold up signs across the stadium to each other to communicate. I would have problems, you know, because you're not really supposed to cheer. Like you're supposed you're to be unbiased or whatever. But you're I'm not supposed I, to I wear would. team gear. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Revoke Throw me your out? credential. <laughs> Revoke. Oh my god, that sounds. What is this? Another Nazi reference here. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> so i don't know we'll see we'll we'll probably have more plans come out here soon 
but I don't know. It's a crazy time, man. Um, and then, yeah, Atlanta United, the only other bit of news that I have is, is they're signing uh, Cuba Martinez. That... Uh, or Cuba Torres. <laughs> sorry, not Martinez. I just, wow, I just merged Cuba Torres and Joseph Martinez. That's, That's terrifying. Right. And they are not comparable. <laughs> no, Cubo Torres, what I was trying to say is Cubo Torres to replace Joseph Martinez. My brain just mushed them together. It's not great. Um, Didn't you say something like, he wasn't great with Houston? I don't expect him to be any better here. He wasn't. He was bad with Houston. He was terrible. He had like one stretch of kind of good games, was terrible outside of that, and also has been credibly accused of sexual assault. So, Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, you look it up. It's bad. Hot damn. So, you know think Atlanta could have probably done a, a better job there. But then again, Atlanta also got in trouble recently. Or not in trouble. They deleted a tweet because they decided they were going to put up like a, a podcast they did with, with Barstool Sports. And oh, boy. A lot of people, myself included, not big fans of Barstool Sports for a lot Barstool's of reasons. trash, yo. And misogyny, racism, xenophobia, homophobia, all of which are part of those reasons. I don't know why, even if you personally, as a manager of social media for a club think barstool is fine you know it's not going to go well on twitter no Why nothing goes them? well on twitter right <laughs> so um hey, do Atlanta... you think you could get off twitter you think you could cancel your shit or do you think you're addicted um so the weird thing this is going to sound bad but well, let me your, explain it's part of your job i mean it's part gotta... of my job so that's why i'd love to get off facebook i hate facebook both yeah facebook's a... now for old people sorry people well, that are both older from that standpoint and just from a moral standpoint i think right. the company's absolute trash but come on our parents ruined facebook when they yeah. were allowed to get on it it's like no and now, now i'm on twitter and i can be myself and now we're the old people ruining tiktok for all the teenagers i have um, yet to get on there <laughs> i i do have it and i and my tiktok oh, no. my feed now is just a bunch of millennials making jokes about how old we are oh my um, god who are you yeah well my brother got it and sent me something so i had to download it to see the videos that he was sending me <laughs> which are mostly just dog videos man sorry he's super young too though you're uh, pretty young too though really i'm 30 are you 30 yeah i didn't know that I'm gonna be 31 soon oh shit so i'm i got shoulder problems i got back problems i'm basically <laughs> old hey that's all right man i had a, a hip appointment last week and i've got uh <laughs> mo- moderate arthritis in my hip you know what that you know what you do for that you take an anti-inflammatory and just keep moving and working until eventual hip replacement, hopefully when I'm over 50. <laughs> well, you know, at least you know. At least I know, but I'm like, oh, so we just can't get in there and do surgery and fix this damn thing? Okay, that whatever. Sucks. Well, yeah. just give me a pain reliever, I guess. Fuck me. That sucks. But I mean, you know, at least so at least you can try to manage it as best you can. Keep living my life. And here I was thinking I'd have to take some time off and nah, man, I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> So, well, man, I mean, that's pretty, it was a weird episode this week. So, but that's pretty much all we got. We're kind of back to it now. We're kind of back to having some weird episodes until, uh, you know, we get more news and uh, maybe some shorter episodes. We always say that. It won't be shorter. See what rants we go on. Yeah. But those are, those are some of the best episodes we've had, in my opinion, in the early (laughs) quarantine days. And uh, if you tuned out, you missed out. Yeah. They were fun. Good shit. They were fun. And yeah. uh, we'll we'll see if we can't get some interviews lined up again here soon. It depends on uh, maybe how some people and players are feeling uh, right. after You'll, the way this ended. Maybe you should message Eric Dick since he blocked me. <laughs> we don't know why he did block Dan. I, we, I, my working theory is it's a mistake. Yeah, I, if someone wants to tweet at Eric Dick and be like, hey, why'd you tag my boy at Dan <laughs> Cooser? I'm just, I'm curious because I did nothing. I did not we had sexually him. harass him. 
I, I did not good. I did not call him trash. I thought we had a great interview on the pod, so I don't we know had what a fun, happened. Fun interview on the podcast. You know, talked to him a little bit after via DM. Everybody was, was happy and nice. You've never tweeted anything bad about him. I checked that. I was like, what did Dan accidentally tweet two years ago that made him mad? See, I, I said I was over it. I said, I'm not going to let it bother me. And here I am bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think somehow it was a mistake. But anyway. I don't know how you mistake. Have you guys ever blocked anybody? You have to go through like three prompts. Are you sure you want to block them? <laughs> oh, you want to click yes? Okay. <laughs> but That's nice get... of you though. I know you're saying that. You're like a, a girl in middle school letting me down. Like, oh, I would, but I'm not allowed to date. <laughs> <laughs> And then tomorrow she's on a date with someone else. And then she's on a date with some basketball player. <laughs> Screw me, whatever. I'll um, put my note in someone else's locker. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll figure out some fun stuff to do over the next few weeks until we maybe potentially get Sporting KC soccer back. But until then, you know, make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review on Apple Hell Podcasts. Yeah. Make sure you get Added Time Outfitters new wristbands and or stickers with promo code NOOTHERPOD, all one word, no spaces. And uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at NanCoozer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Uh, shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, make sure you tell your family, tell your friends, listen to us wherever you can. But until then, he's Dan, I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. We got birds, y'all. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.